Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Welcome to Mitchell Levy Presents AHA Moments. Mitchell is a thought leader, entrepreneur, and TEDx speaker who helps you think big and lead an authentic life. Each week, Mitchell gives leaders the inspiration they need to make a greater impact and share their genius with the world. Now, here's Mitchell Levy. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and I'm in the midst of doing something really spectacular. In the midst of interviewing 500 humans on their credibility. These are powerful people talking about who they are, what they do, how they relate to the world, who they serve, and it is absolutely worth listening to. You're going to get a really great point of view of who they are. You're going to get ideas and aha moments and how you can present yourself better. I've taken three of those interviews, or six to ten minutes each, taken three of those, combined them to be this episode of Mitchell Review Presents Aha Moments. Uh, please enjoy. If you like it, click on the like button and subscribe to our channel. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet on their credibility, and I am so excited to talk to Ed Brinegar. He is the founder and CEO of Circle of Impact Leadership. He works with people and organizations who are in transition to inspire and equip them to take personal initiative to create an impact that makes a difference that matters. Ed, welcome. It's good to be with you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> it's great to have you. Yeah. Okay, so so what's, what's your CPOP? I work with people who are in transition. And I, by the way, I love the brevity and simplicity. Yeah. Tell me a little bit more what, because what, transition means uh, uh, different things to different people. What's that mean to you? It means um, that people are moving through their life and they may not have clarity about why or where they're headed or why they're headed there or what they're supposed to do with that. A lot of, it, a lot of their sense of transition is an emotional one from down with inside of themselves. And we, I, work, I work with them to try to bring clarity and direction to what they want to do. I like it. So tell me a little bit more of, I now understand it, Tell me a little bit more about what you do. I have been doing leadership work for over 35 years. I produced a book called Circle of Impact, Taking Personal Initiative to Ignite Change as a tool for helping people deal with the transitions they're going through. And it's a big picture of the world of leadership as well as a kind of a microcosm of, of, the, of, the, leadership, of leadership of individuals, where I, I see that all leadership begins with personal initiative to ignite change, to create change, to make a difference that matters. And a lot of this is focused on their local communities. So I'm not interested in the kind of the big picture of how do you become a world leader? I'm really interested in how you as an individual in your transition become a person of impact in your local community. I like it. Yeah. It's, I like it. so, it's an amazing thing to have that conversation with people because it's, it reveals something to them that they didn't know existed. Maybe someone had never identified it, but what they, what they see is now they are a person who, who can make a difference in the world. And that may be for the very first time they've recognized that. It's a very cool thing. It's an amazingly cool thing. Yeah. So it gives me chills right now. 
I was trying to feel bad. Oh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> it wasn't immediately, but then all of a sudden, the back of my neck, I got it. Uh, tell me what uh, what you mentioned a little bit, but what gives you the credibility to do what you do? Well, when I became interested in in, in leadership back in the mid-'80s, I delved into it. I dug into the leadership literature, and almost immediately, I disagreed with most of what I was reading. Because I felt like all of it, it was focused on the senior person of an organization and that leadership was simply a title and a role within an organizational structure. And, and all the people who had had influence in my life were not people who were in charge of things. They were just regular people. And so I pursued that idea and I've been pursuing it throughout the whole part of my adult life and produced this model of leadership called Circle of Impact, which basically can help anyone become a person of impact by just aligning their lives with clarity of their ideas and respectful relationships and, and making sure that the work they do really has a focus on the impact that they want to create. You're keeping the chills up in the back of my neck, by the way. Good, good. So <laughs> this is good. <laughs> how do you, how do you spread the word? How do you get your credibility in, in terms of who you are and what you do? How, how do people get, find out about, how do they find you? How do they see you? How do you, what's, what's the marketing plan, let's say? I have been blogging for uh, 15 years in various forms. And, and so I did that for a long time. And uh, at one point I was, uh, for several years there, I was in the top 50 of all leadership bloggers in the world, which was cool. So I, I began to get a reputation there. But I would say that my credibility is in developing direct relationships with people. So instead of spending all my time on social media, just kind of distributing lots and lots of content that nobody may ever read. I go out to people, I travel, I travel a lot and, and I meet people and I meet people in the most random ways. I had a, had a conversation with a woman in a laundromat this summer where it may lead to some work with her and her national association that she is the president of. I had a conversation with a guy who was running the shuttle bus from an airport to a hotel. And it was an amazing thing because he was telling me about his dream of what he wanted to become. And so I could identify with that and give him encouragement to say, well, okay, here's some ideas of how you can take the next set of steps to, to get where you want to be. That happens to me every day. And, and so it's part of what I do with my coaching. I, I talk with people through the process of understanding where they are, why they're in transition, and then more particularly, how they can get to a point where they can really see themselves having a life that is making a difference that matters to their families, to their communities, and maybe even in the whole world. I mean, that's a pretty large idea, but it is possible. A lot of people start that way and end up as world leaders. So that's, that's the goal. And, and in my goal, just to kind of give you one last little bit here, my goal is to move 1% of the world's population to take personal initiative to create impact in their local communities. So we're talking about my own desire is to move about 75 million people to become persons of impact. And if that happens, then our world changes. That would be pretty amazing. Yes, so it would be. Largely what you do is you meet people where they are. Which is yes. which is also very cool, and then the other it's thing the that's 
interesting that I hear is that you're always open to you're open to the learning that happens, the presence that come to us every day. Many people just don't see them. You're open to see them and, and, and engage them. And so it, listen, it, if you're not the person that you think you were born to be, if you're not doing yeah. as much as you want to do and you need something and you're not even sure what that is entirely, I would absolutely recommend that you reach out to Ed Brinegar. And Ed, what is the best way for people to reach you? The easiest way is to email me, and it is ed at edbreniger.com, E-D-B-R-E-N-E-G-A-R.com. Simple, Beautiful. direct, and I will respond, and we'll begin a conversation, and we'll see how we can develop a relationship that allows you to find a pathway through the transition you're in so that you can be a person of impact. That is a beautiful offer, a great way to reach out to you. Ed, thank you so much. I I enjoyed our conversation in the green room and I absolutely enjoyed this one as well. Thanks so much for sharing, sharing your credibility today. It's my pleasure. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And for those joining us, please hit the like button, share with your friends. Look forward to seeing you at the next episode of Thought of Your Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, Global Credibility Expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet about their credibility. And today's guest is Anne Benihoff, who is an internationally recognized consultant and trainer. She focuses on engagement-centered learning and emphasizes the power of adding caffeine to presentation design so that audience members are awake, alert, and learning. Hi, Anne. Hi. Uh, thanks for joining me today. This is fantastic. My pleasure to be here. So what is your, your CPOP, your customer point of pain? Most employees admit to multitasking during trainings, virtual webinar sessions, a variety of learning environments, and that results in lost learning opportunities, lost money, lost time for companies. You know, I, I actually don't know anyone who, uh, sometimes when you're in person, but certainly when you're looking online, I don't know anyone who doesn't multitask. Uh, tell me more about what you, obviously a huge problem. Tell me more about what you do. Well, I work with companies, organizations, nonprofit and businesses all over the country and, and global companies as well on trying to change their practices as presenters when they're in virtual sessions so that it's very interactive rather than just a talking head. I coach them, I model for them on how they can weave in very simple, practical strategies that get people interacting in in a much more engaging way so that they're paying attention. They don't want to walk off and do something else because they're enjoying the seminar and they're learning and highly engaged. I even like how you talk resonates with your, uh, your, your website name, caffeinated learning. It's very cool. (laughs) Nicely done. So it's really going into the trainers and presenters and helping them create an environment that's just more more engaging, more focused, more hard, let's just say less, much more difficult to then multitask. 
Right. So imagine a really effective presentation that you've been to where the speaker has you talking to each other and doing activities, maybe small competitions, playing games, um, doing some interesting ways of reviewing information so that you remember it. Then take all of those activities and figure out how to transfer them into the virtual world um, so that you can still have those interactions and fun and not be bored so that you go off and multitask. But everything I do has a learning research background to it as well. So I'm helping people to translate what does the research say about how we uh, obtain or grab attention and then sustain it as we go along? What does the research say about activating prior knowledge, making connections, um, how memory works most effectively, all of those things, but putting them into some interactive strategies. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. I, 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 I definitely, whether we, I was in a zoom meeting and we actually broke in a, into breakout rooms. I thought, man, that's really cool. It makes a lot of sense. Right. And, and you don't even have to do that. So if you don't have the technology for that, you can still do very simple things even without breakout rooms, which is good for people who get a little uh, nervous about using breakout rooms or, you know, they're, they're intimidated by the technology. There's just some really simple things that they can do. Got it. Makes sense. Uh, what gives you the credibility to do what you do? Well, I've been in teaching my whole life. Uh, even as a, a kid, I loved teaching. I've taught in public education at the university level. And I, at this point, have probably, gosh, I usually present to over 5,000, somewhere between 5,000 and 10,000 people every year. Um, and so I've got lots and lots of practice behind me, as well as a degree, a master's degree in instruction and training design. And I've written several books on the topic, uh, caffeinated learning and caffeinated training design. I've written lots of articles for um, training magazines and um, topics along those, writing blog posts, et cetera. So lots and lots of practice at actually doing what I'm talking about. I got it. And some of that relates to that next question is how do you get the word out? How do you get your brand out? Obviously books and, and writing articles. Uh, what else do you do? I speaking. Yes. I think that it's when people see me actually modeling what I'm talking about, you know, walking the talk, as they say. Um, so I do a lot of presenting at large national conferences, such as um, the Association for Talent Development, which is one of the largest organizations related to training and talent development topics. And so people come, uh, you know, I might have six or 600 or 800 people in the room. And once they see me actually modeling the strategies with the energy that I have in front of an audience, then they usually transfer right into being interested in being clients of mine. Or they'll sign up for my blog, which I uh, write oh, about once a month. I put out some really great free content for people who are doing training so that they've got lots and lots of ideas. And so people that are watching that and getting ideas, then they believe that, yes, this is the person to bring in because she's always sharing such really practical, easy to implement strategies. Mm. I like it. So if you're responsible for training, whether it's large corporation or even a small company, and you need to make sure that you're figuring out how the employees are not multitasking, how they're getting it and taking advantage of, of the content that they really should be learning because it empowers the organization to be more successful, you're going to want to reach out to Ann Benninghoff. And how best do people reach out to you? 
Well, probably through my website, which is caffeinatedlearning.com. And then I have my email associated with that, Anne with an E, A-N-N-E at caffeinatedlearning.com. But if you do it through the website, you'll get a chance to see some of the great strategies and um, ideas that I share. Oh, beautiful. Hey, well, thank you so much for sharing your credibility with us today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. And and for those joining us, hey, please click the like button, uh, subscribe to our channel, and we'll see you at the next episode of Thought Leader Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet on their credibility, on who they are and what they do, how they represent themselves to the world. And Doug Harris is no exception. He is the CEO of Kaleidoscope Group. He has over 25 years of experience in the field of diversity and inclusion consulting. Doug helps create customized strategies that address the specific, I almost did that whole thing without a mistake, to address the specific and unique diversity needs of each business. Doug, welcome. Welcome. Good to be here, Matthew. Looking forward to our conversation. As do I. As do I. So, hey, let's start with what is your CPOP? My CPOP is addressing the challenges of both navigating and maximizing differences in the workplace. Got it. So I could see it. So we're, if I'm going to dive down a little bit further, what does that kind of mean? What do you? What's happening today? Why do people ultimately um, uh, need or use your services? Well, people are, the world is changing and differences are a just normal part of the workplace. And some people proactively take the time to understand how to get the most out of that. Others don't and find themselves having those differences become something that's a challenge versus something that they can look to to maximize and make them more important and more effective. So when we do our work, we have what we call a diversity and inclusion journey, which is a systemic process to not just deal with the problems, but how do you deal with them in a way for long-term change? And so we do visionary work, assessment work, so we can get to the core and the nuances for the challenges, and they differ in every organization. So our ability to listen in a way that finds out what's most important for you and what you need and then address that in a way that makes a difference. So we get involved with education, strategy, assessment work, visioning work to get that achieved. Oh, I got it. Oh, that's beautiful. And what size organizations do you typically work with? That's one of the other great things about our organization. Uh, we've dealt with one company, I think, had 220,000 employees. And then we've dealt with companies that are 10 employees. So our typical market is in between five and 30,000 people, but we can do the work in any market because of that intent listening and understanding all audiences. It doesn't make a difference. If, you, if you're committed to the work, we can make a difference in your organization. If you're not committed, we can even build that to make sure that you address these things in a systemic way. But you have to want to. You got to want to. You, could, you can't help somebody who doesn't want to be helped. That's true. Doug, what gives you the credibility to do what you do? Several things. I think one, just as a person, my genuineness and passion and commitment to the work has made a difference. The other, obviously, I've been doing this for 30 years. And so when I started, 
there was 13 companies doing this work. I think there's 410 today doing this work. So I take great pride in being one of the leading uh, consultants in this arena. The other thing I believe is that we've served over 400 clients during that 30-year period. And when you talk about our earlier question, the different types of industries, hospitals, corporations, educational institutions, government, we've been everywhere kind of getting that work done. And then I think lastly is just our organization as an, our motto is real people, real conversation about real issues to create real change. And so that credibility comes in that this work creates a lot of lack of safety when people are talking about diversity. They're like, I don't know, should I say this? Should I say that? And I need somebody who can understand me in getting that done. And so that's one of the things I think that builds our credibility as well. By the way, I love your models. model. Say it again. Real people having real conversations about real issues to create real change. God, wouldn't life be great if every company did that? Oh, my God. That's beautiful. Love that. On the opposite of that, obviously, Mitchell, people are trying to be something versus be themselves, and it minimizes your effectiveness. You know, once you show up as who you are, your performance goes up even though you haven't gotten better. But just the comfort in being who you are brings more power to the world. And then if everyone's doing that and we're learning from each other, that's the impact that we can have in the work that we do. I love it. And how, how do you share this credibility that you have? How do you share that with other people? How do they find you? How do they get to see you and learn about you before they talk to you? Yeah, we have uh, several ways in which that takes place. One is I am often called on to be a keynote presenter at many of the diversity and inclusion and equity conferences. We have webinars. We have a podcast that we do. We have uh, posting on LinkedIn and things of that nature with videos. Uh, we have a lot of uh, material and articles that we write to kind of put this into light and practical application. So people get a chance to kind of find out about it. Then the other one is just referrals. Having done something for 30 years, a lot of people know who you are and they find you and they get to be hey, you To deal with that issue, you need to call Doug. That's a tough one. You need to call Kaleidoscope groups. That's another part of how we are found in this world. Oh, that's beautiful. So listen, if this is your firm, if you need diversity and inclusion, if or better yet, you need real conversations with real people, you're yeah. going to want to reach out to Kaleidoscope. You're going to want to reach out to Doug Harris. Doug, how do people best do that? Yes, the best way is through our website, which is uh, kgdiversity.com. And we have on our website a little form that you can fill out around what you're thinking about doing and what that might look like. And we'll get back to you right away in regards to how we might support your specific need. The other way is to just contact my colleague, uh, Chris Georges, at our phone number, 312-274-9000. And she can help you in that process as well. And the other thing about it, when we address the issues and challenges of organizations, depending on who it is and what it is and the, the, the landscape around it, we put the appropriate contact in place to move that forward. We have uh, 50 employees. We started with three. And so we've grown to that level, but it's all about impacting the world. And the other piece I think which makes us unique is we've worked in 40 countries doing this work. So we're not just a U.S.-based organization, but we've worked all over the world. Beautiful. 
Doug, thank you so much for sharing your credibility today. Appreciate it. Thank you, Mitchell, for having me. I enjoyed it and look forward to spending more time with you. Oh, I love that. And hey, thanks for joining us for this episode of Thought Leader Life. See you at the next episode. Clearly, click the like button, share with your friends, and we look forward to seeing you next time. Take care, everyone. Bye now. This is Mitchell Levy, the AHA guy from AHA That. To learn more about Thought Leader Life, go to thoughtleaderlife.com. And to learn more about creating and sharing your aha moments, go to ahavat.com slash author, where you can also find a link to book a strategy call. You've been listening to C-Suite Radio. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.